0: Apply. site for details.
1: Welcome back to NRL Fantasy Analysis, everyone. I hope you're having a great Monday morning. Here we are. We're going to be going through the first four games of the round, a little review, uh, some of the most important factors out of each game. So we start with the Knights and the Broncos, 28 20. Bit of a, you know, actually a decent game, to be fair. Uh, It's good to see the Knights get out to a decent start and actually, you know, find some form again. Obviously, with Pierce being back, they're, they're a much better squad, Pierce and Ponga. Um, and and they obviously did a great job there with Pierce getting a try assist and a try. Could see him get through these games unscathed, which is uh, really nice. And didn't even have to kick too much with you know Clifford doing the bulk of that you know that kicking in general play, and Pierce doing a fair bit of work around the around the attacking line and 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 getting a, getting the job done. You know, so both of them there sixty six sixty five, uh, both getting a try there. Did really well. Just yeah, this is what's going to happen when when your two halves dominate the game. I uh, good to see Farnworth get a, a nice a nice score there. He'll he'll still be a nice price next year and he'll be one to look at if, if the Broncos get a little bit better, you know, following um you know, how they've gone this year. They're improving a little bit during this back end, which is good. giving and Barnett, both really solid. When they when your back row are getting tries, they're gonna score well. Not people I'd be looking to pick up. Payne Haas, fifty seventy, sixty nine minutes. Just no attacking stats in this one, but you know, sixty three in base was awesome for him. Can't really complain too much. He was Pretty close to the best captaincy option apart from Fafida. So 57 for him. We'll take that going forward. Jordan Rickey. A few people asking about him <coughs> as to if he was uh, going to be a solid option. You know, the, the 48 tackles was lovely. Just didn't get much attacking opportunity. Only 42 metres run. It's very similar to that of CHN where we come on and, and one game get 150 metres and then get 40 the next. Like, I don't, you know, they go away from that game plan. they worked the week before. It's, it's really strange. Tessie with a try and 51 was solid. Ponga with 48. It's okay. But he's still losing money. He's under under 600 now, and he's such a good buy. You know, with with the Knights having a really solid you know last last bunch of games there, I think he's awesome to, to bring into your squad, especially with these couple of a couple of these injuries and suspensions, which we'll talk about uh, across the video. 48, there you take it, and he's a buy for sure. Tyson Gamble, 45, he's lowest in a while, but still getting 21k, so up to 615 now. So he's someone that if you have a bunch of trades to go, you could look to possibly move him on. But he's also just been playing really well. Um, you know, in the grand scheme of things that you don't you can play him each week and, and not have to worry about it. He had you know eight in negatives and didn't have any attacking stats. So four hundred and sixty three kick metres was awesome and one tri-assist. So yeah, Gamble's Gamble's doing well and you can keep playing him for sure. In terms of anyone else in this game, Connor Watson is thirty two now, another twenty nine K down the drain. I'd say he's a sell, but there's also, you know we got Crichton who's gonna be out we should be out. We got um Reed Marney, looks like he's gone for the year, so there's two that we need to get rid of first. I think Foggs is every chance that he doesn't play again. So Watson is someone you might just have to cop, you know, the losses and, and if you have to play him this week or next week or, you know, random weeks in, in and amongst it, then you're gonna have to. But other than that, yeah, you don't really wanna be playing him at the moment. Just again, no real attacking stats, which is you know, not what he's used to, I suppose. So you could always wait on him and you know, he'll go back to that fifty average that he's got, but I wouldn't be uh, banking on it each week, let's say. That for sure, um, that's about all. Crofty with 10 in his 60 minutes, so we'll move on to that next game there with the Raiders and the Dragons. Uh, one, one I expected for the Raiders to get up and win, they're, they're obviously pretty short in the market, too. Uh, but yeah, a solid game by both teams, to be fair. <clears throat> DeBellin had a great game playing almost the whole the whole match there 76 minutes for his 64 in base was awesome. Uh, little line breaks, his three tackle, uh, tackle breaks as well. So getting back to some of the work that he'd done you know before he was obviously on trial. Uh, and it'll be interesting to, you know, I think for next year for sure as to you know what he ends up starting as. he gonna start as a six hundred K player where he's at now, or is he gonna end up you know end up bumping that up and, and doing a little bit better? But he's a solid option. They do also have a bunch of plays out each week at the moment, which should get back to normal as of this week, I believe. I think they've all had their suspensions. Tarek Sims with a try, Jack Burr with thirteen tackle breaks at the back there. So if he play if he continues to play that role, then he's gonna be a great option for anyone's side. At 577, he's not super duper expensive like um, like Joey Manu is, for example, in the centre. So he's, uh, he's someone if you need some cover or if you need to, to play him. But it's obviously good to see Avrilo do well also. Tommy Starling, another try off the bench. He was good. McCulloch just not scoring as well as he was at the start of the season with 47. I wouldn't, probably wouldn't, at this price now, if he was closer to 700, I would have been like, yeah, you'd probably trade him and try and upgrade him. But at 570, he's kind of producing what. What he's priced at at the moment, so it's like, well, oh, do you bother trade him out with all these injuries and suspensions? Probably not. If anyone brought in Rapani, got forty four in his time on the park, which was good. Can't really uh, expect too much more. in He's in a really high price now, six three six. Lomax is back another thirty k down. He'll be uh, he'll be a cool one at the back end. You know, if you happen to have a couple of trades left and there's any injuries in the centers, and then, then Lomax would be awesome. I think. Yeah, you know, once he drops a little bit of cash, Hodgson with the lower one. Uh, anyone else there CHN so only got the 23 minutes which I suppose was expected thankfully enough to play him in my squad just had him on the bench there and yeah that 25 yes he, he came on and actually got the ball in his hands a lot 74 metres in that time you know he's had games 80 minute games where he's had 40, 40 metres in his in his 80 minutes which is strange so yeah he's someone that you again would like to move on as quick as possible but, but when you've got Crichton and um, you yeah, know, Crichton, Marnie, these kind of guys This makes it hard to trade him um, So my team's in a, a bit of an all sorts at the moment And if you have no trades, you're in way more uh, way more trouble, that's for sure uh, Anyone else? Not really Cody Ramsey got, um, got, head, you know, got hit in the head in the first tackle of the game, unfortunately So, uh, fortunately for Ramsey and anyone who owns him But I doubt there'd be many who own Cody at this stage Alright, Eels and the Bunnies Maybe to that game, they played really well, didn't they? Does anyone else think that the Eagles have a chance of winning the comp? I personally think they're done. Um, very, very similar to the last year too, where they've just fallen away a little bit at the back end. Obviously, they were losing Moses, but they had everyone else in their team, so you can't really. Yes, you know the Panthers are falling away a little bit with Cleary, but he is the best half in the game. Yeah, him and Jerome Hughes, for example. But you know Moses isn't the, the best half in the game. Does he control this whole team? I don't think so. So. Just the way they're playing is just, yeah, falling off the wagon a little bit. I think it's definitely Bunnies, Manly, Storm, and then Panthers will be back when, when Cleary comes back this week or next. They'll be fine. But, yeah, I just think that to lose 40-12 to 12 at this stage of the season when you had your full team there, I just don't think it's good enough. Mansell with a couple of tries. It's good to see him getting out there and slamming a nice average. Yeah, I mean, no matter where he plays, obviously in the bunny side, that, that's going to be more uh, helpful to him. But yeah, that was cool. Uh, Murray was 70 in his 69 minutes, so another try to add to his tally. 46 in base, only 4 in the negatives. So really happy with that pickup for our people's squad. That really helped us along. Reynolds with 8 goals and a line break to go along with all his base there with no negatives. was really good, 66 points in total for him. Really good. Madison, 64 in his 71 minutes. Again, no negatives. uh, 96 meters, 38 tackles. A couple of turnover tackles. Just awesome for him. He's up over 700k now, so I'm very glad I did not move him on. But I do know Lucy LeDo had a big one as well. So that's that. Gags with 60. If you own him in the centres, awesome. Cook with 58. You're happy with a so really you know high scoring game. You know with, with a lot of points in it, you wouldn't expect there to be that many Blake that that many players over 50, especially through the middle. But yeah, Cook did plenty of work. Moses was solid with a line break, the try assist. Uh, 654 kick meters is your winner there with a couple of forced dropouts. So. Great game from Moses. were 55. You take that every day of the week. Uh 59 in to at 55. It isn't as good, but you know, this time he didn't get as many attacking stats. Uh Cody Walker, just another solid one. Reed Marne looks like he's out for the year with that shoulder. You know, he's redone the shoulder again. Um, sad scenes when he was um basically, you know, crying there on the on the sideline. He just knew that it was gone. Um Yeah, I don't think that yeah, I think that's the other reason why they're not much chance of, of winning this season is if reed has gone. He's a big part of uh, of what they do. So if you're like me and you bought him in this week, then you're really excited that he's out. <laughs> Not. Latrell, 43. He was good. Yeah, but he didn't have to do too much. This happens a little bit. You know, two try assists, three tackle breaks, 128, 25 meters. Nothing too special. He was okay. Dylan Brown was a lower one. Uh, Gutho with 23. Kind of hurts. Yeah, he has been averaging 54. So you take the good with the bad with him. And that's it. Let's go to the last one, guys. Warriors and the Sharks. So very interesting game this one, and led by a couple of the back rowers in the Warriors with with Curran and and also you and Aiken who got a try, but um but Joshie was in absolutely everything. One try, assist, two line break assists. You know, fifty seven in base there, six tackle breaks, four offloads. He was enormous, and if he could continue that spot on the edge for eighty minutes, we already knew when when we were first picking him up that you know ten or so weeks ago that. He was going to be a beast there. He was averaging you know, over 50 in uh, in that 80 minute roll. So, if he can continue that going forward, then he's going to be a cool pickup. At 563 is a little bit of a discount. And you'd imagine that he's going to play there. If he's playing that well, there's no point in moving him on. And, and they have got a two wins in a row, which is incredible to them. Unlucky Tony Sharks fans, it was a bit of a tough loss. They just didn't play very well, did they? Bill Kennedy was really good. I think he's had a really nice year. Up only 106k, which is interesting. You know, just having that negative game and, and a few of the low ones there is, um, you know, hurtful to to his overall average. But I think he's been um, he's been a shining light for the Sharks plays uh, the Sharks squad this year. And as we spoke about you and Aiken, obviously another great game. Would have had a you know a, a fifty or a just just under fifty game in the eighty minutes if he didn't get that try. Sort of a couple of poor efforts in defense to to let him get through. But yeah, all, all power to him. Fifty k in rises. If he continues holding that spot, he's going to be, you know, very much worth it. He's going to make a fair bit of cash and get somewhere around that forty-five to fifty average, which is that enough for a center? Of course, it is. Ramian, sixty-one, and you know, again showing why he's such an awesome option. Really, always in in base twenty-four tackles, one hundred and eighty meters, seven tackle breaks. He was awesome. Fidel Blake for fifty-seven. So good to see him back uh, in the winner's circle there after a week off. Reese Walsh fifty-three. You take that. Uh, a couple of line breaks and a try, you know, he gets his kick meters too, so it all it all adds up. We take that for short from from him there. Matty Lodge was awesome, four tackle breaks, six offloads. Uh, he's really, I think he's really improving as a player this year. I think he's stepped up more more than last. You know, even having having that injury at the start of the season, he's been really really good. Kind of Tracy solid in the six role. Trindle, a lot of people brought him in forty six without anything special. Two goals, no attacking stats. You take that every day of the week. Forty six plus, you know, another sixty sixty one k in the bank. Uh, you know, add adding to your team value there. Talking to anyone else, Siren in there playing you know, middle role as well, 48 minutes wasn't too much. It's good to see Harris DeVita back, he's um he's a really nice player isn't he, I think he's going to blossom into a, a really good first grader. Tony Karima off the bench, I think it's working okay, obviously 31 tackles there. Just no running, I think he's got really bumped that up, I don't know what the theory is there that he's not, you know, he's, he's the best runner in their team now that RTS has gone and not running the ball, so, hey, they're still winning. I can't, yeah, can't really say much, can I? Uh, then you got um, Chambers. How good was he getting Getting Kane Evans uh, offside? That's for sure. What are the negatives on Kane there? Neg, uh, neg 8 in penalties. Neg 10 in two Symbians. Two, uh, two missed tackles and two, uh, two errors there. So he uh, had a beautiful game there um, to get one in his 30 minutes on the park. So, full on. But, um, yeah, and then three minutes from Metcalf. Don't know why they put him on so late. Surely some fresh legs would help them. But that's it. That's the four guys. We'll go through the next four in in the next video. I hope that really helped. Um, Just a little bit of an update as to where players are at, what you should be doing with them going forward. So, yeah, I hope you enjoyed that. We'll catch you in the next one, team. See you later.
0: Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much.